So begin by feeling your contact with the floor. Stretch out your legs long if that's all right for you, if that's comfortable. And feel how you're resting on the floor. Feel in particular the organization of, what does it mean to feel the organization? Feel how your legs um, connect into your pelvis and how they lie on the floor. Think of those uh, legs of the of the uh, strand beast, of the uh, seashore beasts there, and uh, the beach beasts, I guess they are. And what are your legs like if they were just two simple sticks, your thighs and your lower legs? Would they be lying flat right now or with a little fold or lift under the knee? Is it very clear or distinct for you where they join into your pelvis? Or is that less clear? And feel how your whole length of your back rests on the floor, the whole length from your buttocks to your shoulders. What's the space like behind your low back in particular? There's an arch there. What's the size and shape of that arch? And just notice how your head rests and your arms. And then bend your knees and stand your feet. And check in again. That was a small adjustment in your position in a way. Maybe your back makes a different kind of contact, a different kind of connection with the floor now. Or a different shape, distance from the floor. And now with the help of your hands, lift your head and place it back down again. Place your hands behind your head. And use your arms to lift your head and place it back down again. And this might remind you, if you haven't done fellow Christ before, you might think, I didn't think I was coming to an ab workout. And you're right, that's not what you're here for. It's an interesting thing to feel when you lift your head is how does your low back relate to the floor as you lift your head? So does your low back sink towards the floor as you lift your head? And use your hands, your arms in a way that helps you. So that might mean interlacing your hands or not. Really so that you're helping to carry the weight of your head. Your neck's not taking it all. Use your arms to help you lift your head and feel your low back. Does it move towards the floor as you lift your head? How far does it move towards the floor? Where in your back do you move towards the floor? You're just really lifting your head in order to ask yourself those questions, not to get a workout. And how do your ribs move in the front? How does the front of you soften, the front of your chest soften, to let that happen? If there's any strain or effort or trembling or shaking in lifting your head, then do less because at that point you're just kind of fighting against yourself. There's no point in doing that. So you just do less and listen for where does your chest soften? How does your back move into the floor? 
and think the more you improve that and the more you expand what can soften in the front and what can move back into the floor in the back, easier it'll be to lift your head. Then when it's easy to lift your head farther, you can lift it farther. Don't need to do it now. And then leave that with your head. Bring your arms down. Leave your feet standing. And just begin to let your left knee fall open to the side. Controlled fall, not a fall like fall fall. Let your left knee open to the side. And slide your foot out along your floor to lengthen your left leg. And then you... Turn around in exactly the same way you came down. Pull on your knee, pull on your leg, and bring it back up to standing. And right, as you bring it back up to standing, your legs, you really lie on the outside of your legs. So let me explain what I mean by that. Open your left knee. Let your left knee come open and slide your foot down. Lengthen your leg. And notice as you're doing that, it's like the outside of your leg, the outside of your ankle is resting on the floor as you slide your foot down. It turns a little bit when you get to the bottom again. So when you come back up, come back up the same way. Turn your knee open, begin to draw your knee up. And really you're drawing your leg up, lying on the outside of your left leg and bringing it to standing again. And just many times slowly. Of course, we have our lovely new mats and you might notice the texture and you might think you do or want socks on or something. You'll get a little rub on your ankle, just whatever's comfortable for you. If you need to grab your socks. So you open your knee to the side, and when it doesn't open to the side any longer, you begin to lengthen your leg. You draw your knee back up towards you, and when there's nowhere more for it to go, open to your side, you bring your knee to standing over your foot. Many times. Next time your foot's standing, again, just leave that and rest with your two feet standing. Just rest. And feel again what the space behind your back is like. And now begin to do the same thing again with your left knee. Open your left knee to the side. Lengthen your leg. And then gently pull your knee back towards you, your leg opening on the side to bring it back up to standing. But now pay attention that the movement really be at the same speed. 
the whole trajectory of the movement. It's not like fast in one part and then slow in one part, but your knee and your foot basically are moving at a constant pace the whole time and not varying. And the first thing to notice is, is there a varying in speed? Is there a moment where the movement stops and then starts again? Is there a part of the movement that's fast and a part that's slow? And gradually then even it out when you've found or you've felt or you've noticed the differences in speed. And you just start to even it out. And then also notice as you're doing this, what happens behind your low back? What happens in your pelvis? What happens in your lower spine, your lumbar spine? What happens in your ribs? Particularly on the left side. As you open your knee out and begin to straighten it down, does your low back on the left lift away from the floor? Or as you pull your knee back up towards you, does your low back lift from the floor or move back towards the floor or is it quiet does nothing happen in your low back does it remain completely neutral And leave that, stay with both of your feet standing, rest with both your feet standing. And just compare how you feel behind the left and the right side of your low back. Feel how your pelvis, your hips rest on the floor on the left and right side. Maybe the whole length of your back feels different on the left and the right side. Maybe the shoulders feel different. Your face on the left and the right side. And then begin to open your right knee to the side. You were wondering when we were ever going to get there. Open your right knee to the side and slide your right foot down along the floor, the outside of your leg. Lengthen your right leg. And then gently draw your knee back towards you. Slide the outside of your leg on the floor. Stand your foot. And look for that constant speed. So the movement going down has the same speed. The whole trajectory going down, coming up, has the same speed. 
the whole course of the journey coming back up. And feel what happens behind the right side of your lower back. What happens in your spine. And now begin to do just the first half of that movement, from where your leg is long, I mean. So from the point where your leg is long, just begin to draw your knee up to the side, draw your foot towards you on the outside of the leg. Just do really the first half of the movement and do it at a quarter the speed you've been doing it. Do it one quarter the speed you've been doing so that when I look at you, I almost can't see whether you're moving or not. Really, really slowly extend your leg and then draw your knee up again. Really slowly. And your knee will stay open to the side. You don't have to draw it up any further than is comfortable. Open to the side. But you don't start yet the part of that movement where you lift your knee over your foot. You just stay with the part of the movement where you turn your right leg out to the outside, draw it up along the floor, on the outside towards you. Lengthen your leg. Draw it up towards you again very, very slowly. Now feeling all those usual things. What happens in your low back? Maybe the whole length of your spine, your neck, your chin, your head on the top of your spine. Very slowly draw your leg up and lengthen it again. And then continue all the way up to having your knee standing over your foot, but at that same slow, slow speed. Constant speed, slow. When you really go slowly like this, you notice the places where your back pulls and lifts, where the movement isn't continuous, where the speed changes. So really use this process of going very slow to feel whatever you can feel, all you can feel about how all of you gets involved in this movement. And as you do that, what does your other leg do? What does your other foot do on the floor? Is it shifting or changing? Is that foot, your left knee still standing, vertical towards the ceiling? 
or has it started to hang open? So make sure your left foot is standing, your knee vertical towards the ceiling as you very, very slowly continue to lengthen and extend your right leg. So you're just lengthening and extending your right leg while your left foot stays standing, your left knee stays standing over your foot. And notice, is there any place in that trajectory anywhere where you're kind of helping with your left foot? Is there anywhere where you push with your left foot into the ground or you um, change the contact of your left foot with a floor? You make use of that leg in any way and see if you can let that be kind of quieter. Just let your left knee stand passively, quite passively, over your left foot and not make any push, not make any interference or attempt to help or contribution as you extend your right leg and pull your right leg up again. It's not that you're holding your left leg still, it's that you're letting your left leg be still. It's a very important uh, distinction. So you don't need to make any effort to let this happen. You just need to stop making something happen. Leave that a rest. Leave your feet standing. Take a rest. And then very slowly, at that very slow speed, do this with your other leg. Do this on the other side. Very slowly tilt the knee open to the side and begin to extend. So open your left knee to the side. Slide your foot along the floor. Very slowly. Feeling what happens in your low back. Can you do this just like without any change in your opposite knee? Can you do this without any change in your low back, without your low back lifting or pulling away from the floor? So your low back just rests in neutral. It doesn't get held there. Don't tighten up to let it happen because it's really about softening your chest. It's really about not interfering. Won't happen right away. Just very slowly. Extend your left leg and draw it up again. And feel the changes in your back. And think about how you could let go of those changes in your back. Just like you kind of let go of helping or doing anything with your opposite foot. Now can you let go of helping or doing anything in your low back?
then the next time you have both of your feet standing, or both of your feet, no, wait, I can only say this the next time you have both of your feet standing. Do both knees at the same time. So let both knees open to the side and slide both feet down at the same time and feel Does one move faster than the other? Does one straighten before the other? Do they come to rest at the end of the movement at the same time? Particularly when you start to pull them back up towards you and pull your knees open to the side and slide along the outside of your legs, does your back begin to make that arch, pull away from the floor? Let's see, it could start to matter what line your feet are drawing. Your feet might interfere with one another unless they're drawing kind of a pretty straight line up towards your pelvis as you open your knees to the side and draw your knees up towards you. See if you can find a line for your feet so they don't end up touching one another on the soles or coming together. You're each going to go from that standing place, open on the side, and then kind of drop in a straight line towards where they would stand when you stand your feet normally. So when you do stand your feet in that normal, comfortable position we do so often, reasonable distance apart is that where you come to rest when you pull up both of your legs at the same time or do you come to rest closer together or farther apart and see if you can now draw both knees up at the same time and draw those feet up towards you on the outside of your feet on the floor on the mat so that they'll come to rest and your knees will come and close and stand over your feet roughly in that place where you'd want to be standing your knees over your feet. the next time you bring your knees up to standing over your feet then stay there and take a rest with your knees standing over your feet and take a rest and feel how your low back's resting on the floor now Your hip joints at the back, the back width of your pelvis, how that rests on the floor. I warned you if you're new tonight, this is particularly a watching paint dry lesson. But you all assured me you love to watch paint dry, so you should be very happy. Bring your hands behind your head again. Interlace your hands behind your head. Your feet standing, yeah. 
And again, like at the beginning, lift your head and let your low back press into the floor. Feel what that's like now. Just do that a few times. Feel how lifting your head and sort of glue your low back to the floor or at least get your low back to sink a little closer to the floor. Again, not making an effort because something will soften in the front of your chest and that will let you lift your head higher and making an effort is just completely inimical to softening your chest. Making an effort is the opposite of softening your chest. So it's one of these paradox things. You can only do it by not trying to do it. So just lift your head and feel your low back. Move into the floor. Let that get clearer. And then stay with your head lifted at a comfortable height that you can maintain for a while. Stay with your head lifted and begin to open your left knee to the side and slide your left leg out along the floor. And then draw your left leg back up again. So a few times holding your head lifted like this, you extend your left leg along the floor, slide your left leg, the outside of your left leg down along the floor to extend your leg and draw your knee back up towards you to stand your foot. And feel what changes or what doesn't change now. What's different about how your low back is going to relate to the floor, relates to the floor as you extend and draw back up your left leg while holding your head in the air. And then do the same thing a few times with your right leg. Feel what it's like on that side. Does your right side of your low back maintain any kind of more constant relationship with the floor while you're holding your head up like this as you draw your leg up and lower it? And both legs at the same time. Can you open both legs to the side? Draw both feet up along the floor towards you. When your knees don't open any farther, you just begin to bring them over your feet. You're finding that shape. Do both legs at the same time. And can your low back stay more quiet in relation to the floor because of how you're holding your head, because of something about how this softens and folds your chest or lengthens your back? organizes your whole trunk differently. And then the next time you've got your legs long, you can leave that and Put your head down and rest with your legs extended, your head down, your arms alongside you. Just rest with your legs long.
And once again, bend both knees, turn your legs out to the side, drag them up to stand your feet. And with both knees standing, open your knees and slide your feet long on the floor. And notice something, adjust something subtly about the timing this time. So adjust the timing so that the whole time your knees are moving, your feet are also moving. So your knees and your feet are moving at the same pace. It's not that you open your knees and then straighten your knees and slide your feet, but your feet start sliding along the floor at the same time your knees start opening. And the timing is a little bit different then. So the whole time that your knees are bending and extending and coming back up, your feet are also sliding. You don't start by opening your knees and then sliding your feet, but you adjust the timing just subtly. So you're doing a whole, everything moving all at the same time, at the same pace, the same steady pace. And then stay with your feet standing the next time you come up with your feet standing. And place your left hand behind your head. And your right hand, pick up your right knee and bring your right knee towards yourself. And place your right hand below your right kneecap. So you're holding on on the outside of your leg underneath your kneecap. Not in the crease of your knee, but on the front, right underneath your kneecap, yeah. Beneath your kneecap. Ah, great. And with your left hand behind your head. And slowly bring your knee towards your forehead and your forehead towards your knee by lifting your head with your left hand. So using your right hand to bring your knee towards your forehead, your left hand to bring your forehead towards your knee. And I really mean towards. Don't even try to touch. Just think that that is the direction you're going in. Just do the part of that that's easy. And breathe out as you lift. Feel how your chest maybe softens and moves differently on one side and the other side. How does your hip joint Does your pelvis roll on the floor a little bit? What are all of the aspects of this movement, all of the ways you're using yourself, come together into this one movement, taking your knee towards your forehead and your forehead towards your knee? Again, not a major effort. The part of the movement that's easy so that you can feel what you're doing. You're not just feeling your effort. And then switch your hands. So place your right hand behind your head, your left hand beneath your right knee, same leg, same leg. Keep your right leg up, same leg. Right leg, same leg. Don't change your legs. Yeah, so now your left arm's reaching across your body to your right knee. Great, and then lift your forehead towards your knee. Take your knee towards your forehead. Now in this different configuration, 
And feel maybe your chest has to fold a little bit differently. Your ribs have to soften differently on one side versus the other. Maybe your hip joint, your knee folds, or your pelvis rolls in a slightly different direction. Contact of your back with the floor changes differently. Just feel what you feel. That's different. Taking your forehead towards your knee, your knee towards your forehead. And then continue doing the same thing, but with both hands underneath your knee. So you can place both hands interlaced below your kneecap in the front and lift, pull, bring, gently bring your knee towards yourself and feel just even the part of bringing your knee towards yourself. So still on the outside of your leg, not in the crease of your leg, but still on the outside of your leg. Bring your knee towards yourself. And a few times also lift your forehead to take your forehead towards your knee. Again, a small lift. You don't have your arms to help your neck this time, so just be easy with yourself. Just try it a few times. And then place your hands behind your head and continue doing the same thing, but now your hands help your head, your forehead towards your knee, and you just bring your knee towards your forehead by itself. And feel how your back changes, moves into the floor. And then place your right foot back on the floor. Extend your arms alongside yourself. And once again, open both knees to the sides. Slide both legs down on their outsides to extend your legs. And compare, feel, does it feel really different on the left and on the right after what you just did? Just a few times, slide your legs down, both of them together at the same time, and then slide them back up. See if that feels really different, one side and the other. And then rest again with your knees long, with your legs long. And then bend your knees and stand your feet. Bring your left leg up over your chest and place your left hand uh, below your kneecap. 
and your right hand behind the back of your head. With your right leg standing, so the leg you're not holding is standing. And bring your forehead towards your knee and your knee towards your forehead on the side and feel what it's like on the other side. Feel what this is like. How your back moves, your low back moves into the floor, sinks to the floor. And the really kind of different things that are asked out of your chest soften in one way on one side, another way on the other side. In your hip joint, what do you feel in your knee coming towards you? Does it have that ability to fold or is it your pelvis rolling and your low back going towards the floor that lets your knee come towards you or both of those things happening? Your knee towards your forehead, your forehead towards your knee. And then keeping the same leg, switch your arms. So you put your right hand behind your forehead and reach across with your Sorry, your left hand behind your head. Reach across with your right hand to take your left knee. And take your forehead towards your knee and your knee towards your forehead. And put them down. Put your head down again. Take them apart. And just gently breathe out. Don't forget to breathe as you're doing this. Breathe out as you take your knee and forehead towards each other. And on this side, reaching across like this, your chest softens in a different way. Shoulder, your neck move in a different way. How does your low back sink towards the floor as you lift? And as you go down, how do they come back to starting place? And then a few times with both of your hands interlaced uh, below your kneecap in front. And, of course, everything you adapt, your movement, if you can't reach as far as your kneecap in front, you can hold on to your pant leg or hold on underneath your knee or in the fold behind your knee. But if you can interlace your fingers, you can interlace your fingers loosely in front of your leg. And just draw the knee towards you and lift your forehead towards your knee, using both hands to draw your knee towards your forehead slowly, easily, just the part of the movement that's easy. The interesting thing is even at the beginning of this movement, does your chest soften in the front? Does your low back move nicely into the floor? And then you probably don't have to do that too many times before you're just as happy to put both of your hands behind your head and let your arms help your neck and lift your head towards your knee while you bring your knee towards your forehead, helping your head lift with your arms. And your lower leg can just hang. Knee towards your forehead, forehead towards your knee.
And then put your leg down, leave your head down, extend your arms. And slowly, slowly begin to open your right knee and slide your right foot down to extend your leg. And see if you can do this with more of a sense of your whole length of your back staying restful, your back not needing to lift away from the floor or arch or strain as you lengthen your leg or as you pull your leg back up to standing. It's not something that happens because you tighten anywhere. It's something that happens because you stop making extra efforts that you don't need in your chest. And so rather than fool yourself into it by tightening somewhere to stop your low back from moving, go ahead and make your mistakes and feel if your low back still moves, that's all right. But feel how much quieter it is probably than when we began the lesson. Slowly with your right leg. And then leave your right leg long and begin to tilt your left knee open to the side and lengthen your left leg. So once the next time you lengthen your right leg, you can just leave your right leg long and just lengthen and extend your left leg and then draw your left knee back up towards you and stand your left knee. And how quiet can your back stay now as you do this? And then even with both legs at the same time, drawing both knees open and up to standing, how quiet can your back stay now as you do it with both legs? As you stand both knees and as you extend both legs, how quiet can your back stay now? And maybe just start, stay with the very beginning of the movement. Stay with the very beginning of the movement, either pulling your legs up or opening them and sliding them down, wherever you want to explore it. And feel, starting from the very beginning of the movement, how much of that can you do before you start to disturb your back? And do that little bit and then turn around and go back. And just stay within that space and let that space grow a little bit. Very little bit by very little bit. What's the part of the movement, just at the beginning of the movement, you can do before your low back arches or is disturbed or lifts to sort of help with the movement?
And then take that same patience and curiosity to one leg at a time. So you pick which leg, and just that one leg, open it to the side, slide it along, draw it up, and do the part of that movement with that one leg that you do without disturbing your low back on that side, without that low back kicking in with an arch or a lifting. The whole length of your spine, just... Not because you're holding it still, but because it's not interfering, because you're not making an effort there. Or in your chest, or in your neck, or your jaw. And be happy with whatever you manage to do. Uh, you could have a million dollars in the bank or you could have a hundred thousand dollars in the bank. Don't get upset with yourself if you only have a hundred thousand or ten thousand. So if your back's only a little bit quieter than it was earlier, any progress is great progress. And there's no beating honest progress, so don't make any extra effort. Just listen for the changes that have actually happened. And try the other leg a few times. What's the part of the movement you can do without disturbance in the low back? And then lengthen your legs, stretch out both legs. And feel now, how did you feel when you lay down on the floor at the beginning? How soft or hard did the mat feel? Your legs as uh, like those beach animals. How are the two sticks of your legs lying on the floor? They lie flat as they're fold changed behind your knee. And what's that space like behind your low back? How does your whole back rest on the floor? It's the width of your pelvis on the floor. What's your breathing like? Where are you breathing? And then bend your knees and stand your feet. And feel with your feet standing how is the length of your back resting on the floor as your spine, more of your spine sort of glued to the floor. Where is your breathing? What's the width of your pelvis on the floor? And then slowly at your own pace, whenever you're ready, you can come up to standing. And feel how your legs 
serve you in standing and walking. Now leave the cushions, leave the mats, don't worry about those, and just take a few minutes to walk around and see what you experience after this lesson.